Honey, we are here. We're queer. And we're relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, first of all, hello, it's me, y'all, first of all, welcome back to another episode of this fabulous, fabulous show. Honey, we are here, we are queer, and we are relevant. This, first of all, listen, y'all, it's me at I am Ron DMC, your host for this lovely episode. And if any of you listened to the episode before this, you would know that my lovely co-host at Marcel Lamar Music, honey, he's selling the high C's, y'all. Um, so we are going to hear from him a little bit later. We have figured out a way for him to send in his mental check-ins. We're going to have to figure out a way for him to spill the tea with us, you know, during tea time. And until then, you get me, daughter, niece, son, days, thems, theirs, ours, and mines. It's me, bitch. Girl, I can already see it now. The girl's gonna get sick of me. Ah, the girl's gonna get sick of me. Not I'm sick of me on my own show. Oh Lord. Well, listen. Let's just start here. Thank you all once again for tuning in. Thank you all for hanging in there with us. I am so sorry that the show took a little while to come back. Um, so I'll be explaining the hiatus, telling y'all what's going down, um, what's to come, but for the most part, it is still the same old nasty Tay, what the fuck am I saying, bitch? I don't fucking know, but it's the same show, ho. It's the same show. We're just down a player. But don't worry about it because I can definitely hold my own. Um, We definitely will be having some guest hosts on with me as well because, excuse me, I just want to make sure this show is still elevating. It's becoming the best that it can possibly be. I know it'll be great with me, but even better with um, another person here joining me. So stay tuned. Don't worry about it. It will be coming um, and it will happen. So with that being said, honey, let's fucking jump into it. Honey, jump in. Listen, y'all. Mental check-ins. That's number one. Also, my roommate is, she listening to some music. So if you hear a little pickup, they got a little party going on over there, okay? 
I had to hurry up and record child before anybody else came home and it got too loud and this, that, and the third. Okay, so listen, mental check-ins. By the way, also, um, I will be posting our last episode, the last episode that Marcel and I did together. I will also be posting that as well. Um, I had to hurry up and get this, get this one that I'm recording out because a lot has happened. It's, it was Oscar weekend. If you've been anywhere on earth, online, then you saw Will Smith handle his motherfucking business. And we'll just leave it at that until I'm ready to talk to uh, about it. But for now, let's all take the time to mentally check in, reflect on how we've been doing since, you know, the show has been gone, how you've been doing since you haven't heard us. Um, let's just think about where we are, where we've been, and where we're going, okay? Mama, let's really do it. So, without further ado, um, I'm checking in. Oh, Lord. And here we go. Check in. Boop, boop. So, listen. First of all, let me take a, a drink of my Truly. This is not an ad, by the way. However, Truly, if you would like to sponsor us, please do. I am currently drinking the, um, they got a new pack, y'all. Y'all know I love a Truly. So, they got a new pack. It's the, um, margarita style. So now all the drinks in the little um, box is like margarita style, right? So the one that I have now, I, I'm really hyping them up. It's a lemon, classic lime, margarita lime. But bitch, when I tell you that mango and chili and that strawberry, listen to the sip. <sighs> okay, mom. Truly. It's amazing. But for real, bitch, let's get into this check-in. So, as you know, we have not recorded in a very long time. Um, and it was just difficult because, you know, well, a little bit difficult, I ain't gonna lie, mixed with a little bit of laziness because my daughter, she's gone for nine months, honey. Okay? And yes, we work, we have a show, but before she left, she came here to stay with me for a little bit, and we was just having a good time, chilling. I done went out more with him than I ever gone out last year, because let me tell you something, girl, they, they told him one thing, March 1st, or was it, yeah, it was March 1st, honey, he didn't leave till about damn near the 15th, 16th niece. Um, so that fool, oh, we going out, we going out. I'm like, okay, let's go out for your last, you know, little hurrah. Mama went out, had a good ass time. Bitch, I think we ended up going out Saturday and a Sunday or something like that. Um, cause I remember I got three and a half hours of sleep. Damn near, oh, bitch, because you know what we did? We went to the motherfucking spot, ho. We went to fucking 340. So if y'all don't know, 340 is a club that's out here 
in um, where I stay, Mama, in P-Town. Well, not P-Town, but Pomona. Um, And, bitch, he was like, oh, let's go to 340. Because, you know, we've been going to that club. She about to be 30. But we've been going to that club since he was 18. Okay? So, it, uh, 340 is going to always have a little special place in our hearts. Because we've been over there. Mama performed. Dumping in drag, first time in drag. We done did it all at 3.40. So he was like, let's go to 3.40. I'm like, bitch, you own, let's go. So boom, we did 3.40. We even did WeHo that, that week, but when we thought he was leaving. um, a Salombo, he don't leave. But like I said, we was just chilling. We were, I was enjoying his time. I was giving him a hard time at first. And I said, bitch, I think I'm being so mean because you finna leave, uh, you know, like when they say you on the playground and the little boy pushed push the little girl down because, oh, he like her. That's how we showing it. I was being very, let me push him down on the playground knees. Okay. I did not want my daughter. I think that's, I was acting out because my daughter was leaving. So anyways, um, but yeah, we have been going out, um, having a good time, enjoying each other's company. Um, bitch. We really had a ball while he was staying here, while he was getting ready to go. Um, it was the same old shit for me, y'all. Ain't no change. Um, I'm still working very hard as a leasing agent slash consultant. Um, listen, it's easy work. I understand people are upset because of rent increases and shit, but that don't got nothing to do with us. Call corporate, okay? I don't want to hear it. Either you pay your rent on time or take the late fee. <clears throat> okay? So, like, don't play with me. But anyways, nothing's this, nothing's different over here, y'all. I've still just been trucking on, working. Um, also, like I was saying, we hadn't figured out what we were going to do as far as the show was concerned. What direction it was going in, how we wanted to keep going, how we wanted it to move forward. So we just were like, you know what? Let's just take a little break. Let's relax. Um, I mean, honestly, we should have been brainstorming. But don't fucking worry about it because we're going to get it together. I already am coming up with plans and things like that to make sure that, you know, we stay relevant. Okay. Because we're going to always be queer now, daughter. But yeah, stick with us. Stay by us. We're going to keep giving you the motherfucking real deal like we always do. Um, But that's my mental check-in. I had a great time with my friend while he was here. Um, We had a great time going out. We got caught up into some mess, y'all. Mess. Okay? We done seen the people in West Hollywood... They hitting each other's cars in the damn parking structure. Girl, we sitting there. That was a time we sitting there trying to roll a blunt. Let me tell y'all, we sitting there trying to roll a blunt. Well, not trying because I know how. But we sitting there smoking, you know, because it was still early. The girls hadn't really gotten to West Hollywood yet. So we like, let's just sit in the parking structure and chill. Booby bop. So we doing that. We smoking. We hear, boom. Girl. The one white boy get out the car. Oh my God. My fucking car, man. My fucking car. He has some luxury car, honey. Porsche, Ferrari, one of them dolls. 
and the boy was uh, they so they getting into it. Me and Marcel like, oh my god, they just they just hit the boy card. So while that's happening, we see a car pull up on the side of us, right? And they trying to back in. So hold on. Taking a sip, mama. So, bitch, they backing in, right, right next to us. And me and my son like, well, hold on, because I'm like, they ain't parking right. They look like they finna come and hit it. Now we finna be out and arguing, hooping, hollering, because they don't look like they can fucking park either. Girl, while we look over, it was our friend Stefan. Honey, shout out to Stefan. And if y'all have not uh, gone over to um, Taste, is it Taste of Hue or Plate of Hue? Let me make sure I'm saying it right, child. Because motherfucking um, Stefan, it's Plate of Hue, ho. Yeah, by Stefan. It's, um, it's his black vegan catering business. The food is incredible. But, y'all, we looking over talking shit about the people in the car. We like, girl, we finna get out and argue with them. They, they been out here us. They, they don't know how to park. And it's fucking Stefan. We like, oh, girl. We like, girl, we so glad it's you. We over here talking shit. He like, oh, I know, because I wasn't parking. He like, let me hurry up and park right. I'm like, yeah, please do. Girl, so we just had a good time, y'all. Like I said, everything is going well. Um, Look, I'm looking at this whiteboard right now. I have not signed up for real estate classes. Um, There's a very good reason I'm going to be like Marcel, secretive. I'm not telling you till it's time, daughter. But um, listen, it's still going down. It's going to be cute with it. Um, That's my mental check-in. Everything is well. Work is great. I'm living, I'm loving, I'm laughing. <laughs> so, there's that. Um, And honey, listen, without further ado, because our sister has sent in a motherfucking mental check-in. So, at this time, I am going to press play. We gonna hear our girl. And we gonna get to the motherfucking team. Okay. Okay. Hey, 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 bitches. This is your girl, Marcel Lamar, coming to you from the Seven Seas, daughter. She is on Royal Caribbean, honey. I'm on my way to Greece, mama girl. And life has just changed, y'all. I'm giving y'all a little small update. I'm going to make it quick. Um, I'm rehearsing, mama, I'm singing, I'm warming up, I'm working out, I'm getting shit done, getting shit ready. I already have the first show up. The girls are like, wow, you did this so fast in the first week, honey. So, my mental check-in is gratefulness, Bex doing what I love, singing, dancing, giving life. We got a uh, preview tomorrow, I'm going full B. Oscar um, performance, okay? Y'all know what it is. And queer and relevant, y'all know I miss the show so much. I can't wait until um, 
I'm getting some things together where maybe I'll be able to get off the ship and record with y'all again. Um, I really hope so, but um, Queer and Relevant is nowhere near dead, honey. We're alive, breathing, and kicking, and we will return full throttle. Nope. All Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Honey, I was going to say no Charlie's Angels, but those are my girls. So, all Charlie's Angels, mama. So, I'm doing great. I'm doing good. I'm living life. I hope um, y'all are doing good, too. This is Marcel checking in, and I will be back soon. Okay, mama girl. Honey, y'all heard him. <laughs> Queer Irrelevant. Is still alive and kicking, full throttle, all Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels, come on. Uh, uh, uh. Question? Listen, don't get it twisted, mama, girl, grandma. So, thank you, Silly Silly, for sending in that um, mental check-in. Also, don't forget, y'all. To follow my girl at Marcel Lamar Music on Instagram. Um, so yeah, we're gonna fucking keep the show going. And y'all know what that means. Y'all know what that means. Y'all know what that means. It is time to spill the tea, pour the tea, drink the tea. Uh-uh. So yeah, bitch, it's tea time, ho. Bring the cups to the table. Grab a tea cake. Grab a small little cucumber sandwich with no crust on it. And let's talk. Uh, listen, now I'm not going to go all the way back. First of all, where's my blunt? Because the shit that's been going on. That's been going on and going on. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. This is about to be crazy. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Let me light my shit up. And then we're going to really get into the thing of the things. Okay. Also, shout out, bitch. While I was talking about 340 earlier, shout out to um Santana. Walk him like a dog. Walk him like a dog. Because motherfucking Santana, y'all, was at 340 I was going to go, honey, but the tickets was $30. $30. Uh, you know I was going to end up about spending about $50, $60. Because drinks in the club. So I was like, you know what? I can't get Santana on this time. I can't. But shout out to my bitch for being out here in the motherfucking um, Pomona, the IE house. Okay, now hold on. Let me line my shit, y'all. Then we gonna talk, because I got a lot to motherfucking say. Y'all already know. Okay. Now, I mean, without further ado, first of all, let's talk about a few things before we jump into the meat and potatoes of it all. RuPaul, Mama Girl, how many episodes of season 14 are you about to have? We are literally coming up on like 
bitch, it feels like the 20th episode of Drag Race. Like, I really can't. And I love Drag Race. I really do. But, girl, it's long. It's long. I'm like, oh, my God. Rue, please. Crown Willow Peel or Angeria and let's go. But anyways, y'all know I still love my Ruru. Okay, bitch. Let me pull up my list, first of all. Because there's a lot of shit that's been happening. Um, I don't want to get too heavy with a lot of it. So let me just skim through. Okay, first of all. And I don't even want to talk about her. But I'm going to because I'm dragging her. So that's the only time I'll talk about her. Kimberly Kardashian. Now, y'all know how she was uh, under fire, Grace under fire, for talking about, you know, no, nobody wants to work. Get your ass up and fucking go to work. If you're a woman in business, get up and fucking go to work. Girl, mama, they came for you so quick. First of all, it's plenty of women who get up and go to work, who don't have nannies, who don't have drivers, who don't have help, who don't have the resources, and they get up and go to work. You may not know any of these working class women, but they do. Okay, that's number one. Number two. Let's not act like you laying on your back and getting injected with Ray J was work, okay? Because that's how you got put on, Miss Thing. But I'm not going to do too much on you because I don't even like going all the way there. What I can say is this. The girls started eating her up, okay? Oh, they, they like work. One girl said, I remember working for you. And you have me um, working all hours of the night, not getting paid. I had to be on call 24-7, this, that, and the third. Also, talking about workers, let's talk about the women workers who get up and probably go and work in your skims factory, putting that little athleisure shit together for you or whatever the hell that shit is. I, I think they would, they would definitely have an issue with you talking about get up and go to work. That's number one. So then, like I said, everybody starts coming out. Oh, I used to work for her then. I used to work for her when. So they debunking all her stories. Basically, they like, we are women. We worked for you. You don't pay us. You have issues. Shut the fuck up, respectfully. Okay. Then she tried, she gave an um, interview to Robin. Robin Roberts, and, uh, you know, it was just taken out of context. I never want another woman to feel, bitch, shut up, because just today, just today, y'all, the motherfucking lady who gave the interview for Variety, where Kim said, go to work, she literally just because Kim said the quotes were take, taken out of context. 
Y'all, the lady said, it's not what she claims. I just reviewed the raw footage. The question was very direct. What would be your advice for women in business? The question about being famous for being famous came after that question, actually. Mama, Kim, shut up. You said what you said. Stand up. Stand up. Lean on it. Okay? The girls are calling you out, and that's just that. Uh, what else is going on? Shit. I'm like, girl, pay the girls. Do your thing. Ride the burp and move along. Okay? It's just too much. Okay, let's see. What else is in this news, Donna? Because y'all already know I'm saving the best for like Mama. The real housewives of Atlanta are coming back. If you have not gotten a chance to take a look at that trailer, please do. Y'all know that's our show. You know that's our show. So, at this time, Portia and Cynthia have gone. So now we have Candy, Kenya, Drew Sedora, Marlo Hampton, who is finally getting a peach after being a friend of for, like, shit. Since season... I think Marlo came on as a friend of in season four to Nini. And we're going to season 14, 10 years. Like, wow. So Marlo is finally getting the peach. Um, The OG of Atlanta, Sheree Whitfield, is back as well. And we have a new girl. Um, I believe you, you pronounce her name, Sonia. But she's a uh, four-time Olympic gold medalist. So I'm excited to see what they bring. Um, it took a while. It took a while, you know, because these cash shakeups, they leave Bravo scrambling. But that's what we said was going to happen with Portia. She going to get engaged to Simon and, and he don't want her on this show. And that's looked like it. That, that, that's what it looked like happened. Okay. So, you know, I'm ready. They said what? May 1st. So I can't wait. I motherfucking can't wait. The, the the clip looks good. Candy and Kenya getting into it. By the way, Candy's show. Um, what's it called? Candy. Candy and the gang. Honey, Candy and the gang is lit. Is giving black Vanderpump rules, but better. But better. I'm happy for Candy. She done got her some spinoffs, mom. Like, don't play. Do not play. Um, oh my goodness. Y'all. Bruce Willis. I just found this news out yesterday, but, um, he has to retire from acting because, um, his daughter, Rumor Willis, you know, he and Demi Moore's daughter, um, she posted on behalf of him, but he's been recently diagnosed with aphasia. Um, and it, it's, they say it's uh, impacting his cognitive abil abilities. I looked it up. Um, and it's a disorder that affects, you know, language. 
So basically, you have a hard time relaying messages, speaking, and things like that. And of course, for an actor, I mean... So, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with Bruce Willis. You know, he's done a lot. So, shout out to Bruce Willis. And, you know, we hope it's not anything that can be cured, but we do hope, I do hope that it is manageable and he can manage it as well. And, you know, just live the rest of his his days, you know, being happy and getting to this new normal. Um, so yeah, shout out to Bruce. Let me see y'all. What the fuck else has been fucking going on? You know, uh, I was talking about motherfucking, um, Atlanta housewives. So the exclusive came from B Scott. And I just want to say this, B Scott, I fucking love you. I really do. Um, B Scott is a multimedia personality. He, listen, I've been hooked on B Scott since I was at Citrus and probably back in like 08. Okay. I remember listening to the fucking watching the videos in the library at the school laughing. They coming over telling me to be quiet because I'm laughing too hard. Um, B. Scott is a queer icon, multimedia icon, okay? And I had the pleasure of meeting them not too long ago, um, at the new club in West Hollywood that we went to. Y'all, this new club, also, by the way, it's called Heart Mama. It used to be where Rage was, but, you know, they got rid of her. So they put heart there. Um, Wow. Just B. Scott is phenomenal. So pleasant. Beautiful in person. Um, You know, double kisses. By the way, I'm like, I have to bring up B. Scott. Because I met her. I don't know if you all remember, but B. Scott got, um, really made headlines a few years ago because BET, they had hired them to host the red carpet event. And, you know, B. Scott is very androgynous, um, you know, tall, light-skinned. Um, they identify as non-trans, I believe trans non-binary. Um, he's beautiful. So, you know, and like I said, B. Scott is very androgynous, dresses how they want to express, loud, live, and in color. Excuse me. And so you know what you sh- you know what you're getting when you hire B. Scott. So long story short, they were on the red carpet. They interviewed some people, and BET came and told them to um basically change and tone it down. So that was a whole thing back in two thousand something. Um, but they have now come full circle because they are now currently working with BET. Um on the 20s after show. So congratulations again to B. Scott. And, um, you know, it just goes to show that with a little time, people finally come around and, you know, you know a cash cow when you see it, okay? But that doesn't mean you gotta settle 
and just take any old shit that people are shoving in your way either. So once again, shout out. Um, okay. So, you know what? At this point, let's just get into the meat and the potatoes. Cause that's what we're all here for, right? I mean, listen, I can go on and on. You know, you know. Honey, shout out to Erica Badu. Also, before I get into the meat and potatoes, bitch. Well, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. Let me lie my shit again because it just went out. But again, I'm going to repeat. Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce, it feels so good to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, my mother made her first motherfucking TV show performance in five years. At the fucking Oscars. Five years. Y'all know. First of all, don't even get me started. Okay. Y'all know that's my mama. That's number one. Secondly, five years with no Beyonce. Yes, of course, she gave us Be Alive. From the King Richard um movie, which... It's incredible. Movie and the song, by the way. So, you know, the performance was fucking incredible. Y'all, she performed. She was like, first of all, if I'm performing, I'm opening the show. I'm nobody's middle. I'm nobody's end. I'm an opener. I'm a headliner. That's number one. So she opened the show and then had the nerve to perform in Compton, honey. At one of the tennis courts that Venus and Serena used to train at. Like, how fucking iconic can you be? She had the Compton Cowboys, who if y'all don't know, they are um an organization in Compton. Um, you know, they ride horses and everything. It's you know, a nice program to help young children, to help, you know, black youth. Um, So the Compton Cowboys were a part of the performance. She had the two young ladies who played Venus and Serena in King Richard in the the, um, performance as well. The fucking (sighs) mama. Listen. Y'all remember Chloe and Hallie on them tennis courts, right? When pandemic was really high. Not that it's not, but at its highest, you know. Beyonce said, let me show y'all how mother does it. She gave full-on production tea, full motherfucking damn near orchestra on a tennis court. Okay? She, I mean... Where do I begin? Looked like a dream. Sounded impeccable. The motherfucking 
vocal choices she made the dress and then I said when I saw the dress I said I know Beyonce ain't in no lime green tennis ball color y'all she was given highlighter tennis ball green I just lived I lived I lived I lived and then to have her daughter Blue Ivy Carter Boom, cat, 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 bat, cat. Mama, blue, hit the boom, cat. Oh my God. It was everything, everything, everything. She should have won the Oscar. Shout out to Billie Eilish, but Beyonce should have won. Okay? Now, let's get into the meat. And potatoes. Chris Rock and motherfucking Will Smith. Honey, we will, we will rock you. Okay? No pun intended. Y'all. Oh my God. I need to take another puff because this. Sunday, y'all. It was too much. It was too much. Now, first of all, I'm going to tell you this. I'm team slap. You heard it here first. You'll hear it again if you ask. And I'll tell anybody who wants to know. I am team slap. Okay? Sorry about it. So, let's talk about what happened. You know, Chris Rock comes out, and that's a guy, because I wasn't even going to watch. I was watching something else at the time that was on. I was doing double duty, y'all. And so, I was like, bitch, they like, Chris Rock. I'm like, okay, well, let's see what he going to bring. He kind of funny, donkey. Just was watching Shrek not too long ago, too. Donkey, your ass. That's why you got slapped because you was acting an ass. This ain't Shrek, nigga. Girl. So this man, he starts, you know, coming out with the jokes, whatever. Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz, you know, they're married. So he made a joke that, you know, if Penelope loses, you know, Javier, Javier you got to lose because y'all both can't go home, you know, one with the Oscar. So, you know, ha ha he got. And then he makes a joke to Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada, can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2. Now, uh, I have so many ways to go with this. First of all, G.I. Jane 2, what is this, 1990? Okay. Secondly, for those of you all who do not know, Jada Pinkett Smith has been very vocal about her recent battle with alopecia. And if you don't know, alopecia basically causes you to lose all your hair. You know, damn near everywhere. And Jada has been very, very vocal about that. Now, 
she chose to go bald because of course she already had the diagnosis and um I believe Willow Smith encouraged you know because Willow Smith is bald right now too Willow encouraged her to go bald so you have Chris Rock who makes the joke right and you know they laugh people laughed Jada was visibly upset I mean if her eyes rolled any harder in the back of her head I thought she was gonna fall out the damn seat okay and like I people like the people were saying even Will laughed even Will laughed yes because how many times have you fucking laughed even when a joke is uncomfortable how many times have you even have you laughed even if something is an un- is uncomfortable I've done it you know shit I wish I could be like will be slapping niggas but anyways he makes the joke people laugh so then you see Will Smith get up out of his seat and walk towards him and everybody's like oh you know bitch he slapped the fuck out of Chris Rock open-handed you heard the mic he like wow so then there's a there's a moment where you know because the delay it gets kind of like um fuzzy not fuzzy but it gets delayed and you really can't see much or hear any audio but you can see will smith clearly say keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth chris rock goes wow he said yes yes keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth listen so then they got hold of that motherfucking unedited that raw australian shit so he gets slapped chris rock says wow really do no what hold on i'm finna watch it again any damn way because it's a moment that's most pleasing to me like whitney saying it's a moment that's most pleasing to me hold on because y'all it was a gag let me see this shit Turn this shit up. Turn this shit up. Talking about it was a joke. And we'll get into it. See, we'll get up. Oh. He. He really slapped the fuck out of him. Then he says, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And that's when he started yelling, keep my wife's name. He said, wow, dude. And then Will said, yes. And then you know what Chris Rock said? I will. Okay. Listen, now let's break it down. Like I said, Chris Rock. First of all, with these old, outdated jokes. Okay. Okay. That's number one. 
Secondly, for those of you all who do not know, Chris Rock has also made a documentary about black women and the importance of hair. The documentary was called Good Hair. And he wrote it because his own daughter was being made fun of because of her natural hair. And she wasn't competent and loving herself and seeing herself. So he does, he does this whole documentary about black women, the importance of their hair. I mean, let's even see what's happening now. You just, they just passed, um, the crown act, which for those of you who don't know, it, um, is, it's, it's a piece of legislation that just went, um, that just got passed that bans the discrimination, particularly from, you know, black women wearing their natural hair in the workplace because you have all these people who are telling black women that their natural hair is not um professional it's not you know tidy and nice and you know which is why we have such eurocentric beauty standards in the first place right the long hair the straight hair the you know, so we have all these kind of issues with it as well. First of all. So like I said, you have Chris Rock who does this documentary about black women and their hair. And then he goes to make a joke at Jada's expense when, first of all, G.I. Jane is a fucking movie. Okay. That woman in G.I. Jane chose to shave her head bald. That's different than having an autoimmune disease like alopecia. And losing your hair because of said disease. Completely different. Okay? Furthermore, Chris Rock already has a history of making fun of Jada Pinkett Smith. So there's also history there because why are you even making that joke so unprovoked? First of all, you know what I mean? You was trying to hit below the belt and got hit in your face. Okay. It's not the first time he made a joke about Jada. He made a joke about Jada when he hosted the Oscars, you know? That's when they were boycotting the Oscars because that's when Oscars So White was going on. Oh, uh, he made a joke like, well, why you, what you boycotting for when you didn't even get invited? You making a joke, disrespecting this black woman in a room full of all these white motherfuckers who are laughing. Okay, by the way. Because you up there trying to be in the boys club and shucking and jiving and cooning. Girl. So Will Smith slapped the fuck out of him. It's a lot that's happening, y'all. A lot that's happening. Honey, he slapped him so hard when he fucking um, tried to give away the Oscar for the documentary. He couldn't even, he could barely talk. He said, we're here to give away a documentary, uh, an uh, Oscar for a documentary. Uh, 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 honey, jaw looked like it was swollen up already. So, you have 
Chris Rock making these jokes. It wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. Listen, was it right for Will Smith to slap that man? Mm, I don't know. I'm telling y'all, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I mean, could he have handled it handled it better? Yes. He could have easily took the microphone, cussed Chris Rock out, and said, you know what, my wife has alopecia. I'd actually appreciate it if you didn't make these jokes at her expense. And while we're talking about it, how about you open your pockets and put some money towards alopecia awareness? How about that? Okay. Secondly, again, Jada Pinkett Smith did not choose to do this. She has an autoimmune disease that she has been very public about. Okay. By the way, she still looks fucking good. She still looks incredible, by the way, with a bald head. Okay. But Chris Rock, ma'am. And then y'all know they start digging up the receipts. Okay. Because I'm watching it and I'm like, I know he didn't just slap the fuck out of him like that. Baby, the timeline was in shambles, mama. The timeline was in shambles. Is it fake? What's going on? What happened? That was staged. Girl. Then they start showing like, you know, behind the scenes clips, commercial breaks and shit. Then you see, um, they posted a video of Tyler Perry and Denzel. Going up to um, Will Smith and, you know, talking to him, trying to calm him down and stuff like that. You see Bradley Cooper talking to him and things like that. Um, also, Lupita Nyong'o's face, honey, give her an Oscar for that performance. Because she was sitting at the table right behind Will while he was going off. And she was like, oh, my God. The timeline was in shambles, y'all. So, like I said, they start digging up receipts, right? So, they start pulling receipts of Chris Rock, like I said, allowing, you know, you know, making jokes years ago. Um, They pull up receipts of Chris Rock um, allowing Louis C.K. Hold on. Let me take turn this shit off. my damn email there's a video of him and louis ck they laughing louis ck and the other white man i forget what i think it was ricky gervais laughing about saying nigger right in front of chris rock and chris rock just laughing with him yeah 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 man oh i like to say it yeah nigga. girl cooning it up They laughing at each other, talking about, yeah, we say nigger all the time. Hard ER, baby. Okay? I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Y'all. So then they pull up videos of Chris Rock talking about, what do you say? Anybody can get an ass whooping. Nobody's above an ass whooping. Right? Nobody's above an ass whooping. By the way, Will Smith also won the Oscar 
for best actor for King Richard. Okay. Let's say that. Let's say that. But my God on today. And then you have. Then you have all of these celebrities coming out the mother tucking woodwork. They going in. Oh, it was a disgusting display. It was so gross. Violent, 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 violent. Violent, violent, violent. I'm like, girl, are y'all kidding me? First of all, they, and then they're talking about, uh, uh, it's a review, investigation. We're thinking about taking his Oscar back. Then they lied, y'all. Oh, he was asked to leave. Will Smith was asked to leave after the incident happened and he refused. They just came out today and said that was a lie. Nobody asked him to leave. So what's really going on? Like I said, these celebrities. Girl, and we coming for y'all. It's no wiggle room. It's no wiggle room. Let me tell you about it. So you got all these celebrities coming out. Oh, y'all, like I said, that's disgusting. It's disgusting. <sighs> Let's start with Zoe. And they ba- we're making a list. By the way, we're making a list and the internet does not forgive. Let me just say that. And I hope y'all don't never, un- well, you know what? You can un- un- unearth whatever you want from me. Honey, that's fine by me. I talk shit. So, listen, let's start with Zoe Kravitz, because she's most recent. She done went from Catwoman to being in the doghouse. Okay? Okay? She came out, she on her Instagram talking about, posted a picture of her at the Vanity Fair, um, the Vanity Fair after party. Here's the picture of my dress. From an award show where it's apparently okay to assault someone on stage. Girl, the people came for her so quickly, y'all. When it first happened, I saw a picture of her. Looked like she was all emo. Her hair was looking all over the place, sticking up in spikes and stuff. I'm like, what in the hell is this? I'm like, why are they posting this picture of her? What does she do? Then I saw the, I saw the Instagram post. So we start getting now we I didn't unearth nothing. So they starting to um pull up all her receipts, honey. She, she had a little run in with Jaden Smith. They calling her a predator and everything now allegedly, um, cause she was on this red carpet moment. Oh Jaden, I love him, the love of my life. That's you know, girl. He was fourteen. They said she was like 24, 25. Oh, I'm waiting. He's my date. I'm waiting for him. Okay, so first of all, they they uncovering that. They pulled that up from her so quick. They, the, Mama, one thing about the comments, they are not on your side. Okay? 
they start pulling up receipts when she was talking about she don't identify with she 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 be at her school talking about with her white friends talking about I'm white like y'all. What? Cause she don't identify. She never seen Tyler Perry movies, and um, and listens to Neil Young. First of all, you are not on your own, baby. You are. There's nothing special about that. There's a lot of black people who haven't seen Tyler Perry. Girl. So Zoe, you have Zoe. So they coming for her. Then you had Jim Carrey. Because what these people should have done is they should have sat there and ate their food. Nobody had to say nothing about it at all. And the people who are saying stuff, like Quinta, who's like, look, I'm from Philly. Will's from Philly. It was Philly. That's all I have to say about it. Okay. Jim Carrey. The mask. Honey. You might want to put it on and become someone else after this dragon you're about to get. So then you got him. Oh, the audience was spineless for giving him a standing ovation when he won his award. What kind of message are they sending? Okay, let's pull up your receipts. Jim Carrey, back in the 90s at the MTV VMAs, I believe it was, there's a video of him accepting his award that was presented by Alicia Silverstone. For those who don't know, she was Batgirl in Batman and Robin, and she was also Cher in Clueless. Okay? This girl was 19 at the time. He accepts the award, walks upstage, grabs her by the face, and kisses her. Okay? She was so visibly shaken. That is nasty. That is violent. That is sexual sexual assault. Okay, Jim Carrey. They also pulled up the receipts on him. They said something about his ex. Let me see if I still got it. His his ex-girlfriend, they said, he had driven her to, um, to, um, sh- Lord, that story was why I don't even know if I want to say that one. I'm not even going to talk about that one. But let's talk about how he and Jenny McCarthy also were spreading misinformation about vaccines causing autism in kids, which people listen to and actually caused a lot of children to pass because their parents were listening to Jim Carrey and Jenny McCarthy. Okay? So, I don't think you celebrities really need to be talking. Bette Midler... Bet Midler. Now, I got some hocus pocus for you, honey. Bet Midler talking about, you know, it was nasty. It was a violent display, aggression, blah, blah, blah. This is the same woman who said that 
Quote, women are the niggers of the world. Yes, you heard me right. That is what she said. So are we really supposed to be listening to these people? Y'all are talking about take this man's Oscar away? So does that mean that you're going to be investigating Harvey Weinstein? Does that mean that you are going to be investigating, well, he's dead now, Roman Polanski? He left the country to escape charges. Because I think they said he he raped a young girl. He let he fled the country, and was still given an Oscar, where he definitely got a standing ovation for. Okay. There's a video of back in the Oscars during uh, back in the I think there was the seventies eighties Oscars. You had a young. Native American um, woman get on stage and accept uh, an Oscar on Marlon Brando's behalf. But when she talked and gave her speech, she was basically, you know, asking for um, advocacy for the Native American people um, because they were mistreating them in their movies. You know, she... They said Clint Clint Eastwood. No, not him. John Wayne. They said John Wayne had to be held back by six security guards because he was trying to go and attack her on stage. And then Clint Eastwood came out the same night and mocked her. Like, are you kidding me? That's the most violent thing you all have seen at the Oscars? In a room full of abusers? That's the worst thing you all have seen at the Oscars? Like, I don't want to fucking hear it. I really don't want to hear it. In all this, it's getting lost that no one has apologized to Jada. Chris Rock has not apologized to Jada Pinkett Smith. You know she's going to get the red table together. It's going to be brought up. It's going to be, you heard me right. It's going to be brought in. <laughs> okay. Listen, this is wild. This is wild. And at the end of the day, it's still two rich niggas fighting. That don't got nothing to do with the rest of us. And for white folks to fix their lips and say how violent everything has been. Like, they haven't... (laughs) Like, this whole world hasn't been founded on colonialism and white violence. Are you kidding me? Y'all, I was too gagged. It's just been a crazy display from people to see, you know, what side they're on, how they feel about everything, 
where they stand. I mean, y'all know where I stand. I just told you. I'm pro slap. He could have definitely handled it differently. He didn't. I'm pro slap. Chris Rock has been had it coming. Okay. So listen. I don't know where you stand on it. I mean, hey, let's talk about it. Leave it in the comments. Hit us up on IG. Let us know. Twitter. Let us know. I mean, let's discuss. But it's crazy to see what's going to happen next. They talking about, you know, beefing up security at comedy shows and shit. Listen, if you telling them kind of jokes, you need to be getting your ass whooped. Making fun of people's uh, disabilities and things like that. That's disgusting. Enableist. Ass fuck. Um, that's all I got on that. That's the hottest of the hot. Also, before I leave, I want to say this. Because I also got into a little um disagreement yesterday with somebody about it. Because they said um, a representative for Disney. Oh, fitting. Because y'all, Disney have been all over the place, by the way. Advocating or putting money behind that don't say gay bill. It's wild that they have been putting, that they put into law in Florida where they don't want teachers talking about sexuality and classes to kids but there's so many different ways to go about it you know what I mean there's a way to educate our kids still but um it's just the attack on queerness that's just so disgusting to me um so anyways Disney there is a representative that came out and said she wanted to make, you know, a lot more characters, minorities or, well, people of color, she was saying, and more queer characters. We've talked about it before on here. There have been many, many, because somebody uh, posted about it and said, well, what are your thoughts? So, you know me, y'all know me. I gave my thoughts. Y'all know. I said, what's wrong with it? Queer kids need to see themselves represented in the media, just like the straight ones do. Because no one ever no one ever says anything when the cartoons are inherently straight, right? But when you talk about the cartoons getting queer, it's like, let's stop the world. It's too much for the kids. They need to be protected. No, you need to grow up. So, you know, they put that out there. So I have my little two cents. And then they try to come back with, you know, just crazy stuff. Conflating sexuality and, you know, actually sexualization and the like, which, it was, which, are, which are two different things. 
Um, and that's always the and it's always the adults who are sexualizing the kids. Oh, the kids don't need to see that. The kids don't need to see same sex couples. The kids. I said, well, when your child looks at you, do they not see mommy and daddy? They are in inherently looking at a heterosexual relationship. So do you think them seeing a same-sex relationship is going to be that jarring? Are you kidding me? Grow up. I said, you sound just like when the white people say, we don't want any more black characters or Asian characters. I said, exactly how they sound racist, you sound homophobic. And of course, they don't get it. They all, It's so funny to me. When people always want to open up and ask for discussion, and then when you engage, right? Because you know I engaged. Same Meredith, Meredith Marks over here. We're not disengaging. So when I front pedal, <laughs> she back pedaled. Oh, I'm not reading all that. That's too long. I bet it is. I bet it is. Let the kids be kids. You adults, pick up a book. Learn from this. Like Marcel said, learn from this. You know what? And with that being said, I hope y'all enjoyed the show. We will be back. Um, hopefully I will have me a little guest on, on board as well. And in the meantime, make sure you follow us on Instagram at queer and relevant on Twitter at queer relevant. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.